Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. recording it there. All right. So today is February the 11th, 2021. And we're here with uh, Carrie again. And Carrie, what do you have for us tonight? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Carrie, oh no. There we go. Okay. Carrie. Okay, yeah, you muted me, and I don't know how to unmute this. Well, <laughs> I got it figured out now. So what's going on? Well, we had a guy, I have a, I have a guy that called me today that got his court order. It took right at a year. So for those that are still waiting on him, don't don't give up yet. And he got his today, and uh, it uh, so you made that they didn't have jurisdiction, and so that's a good thing. Okay, um, that's a good thing. Yeah, we also have some crazy stuff that we're, we've been doing as far as um, jurisdiction. Now, jurisdiction goes farther than just the tax court. You know, you have jurisdiction everywhere. Um, And we've been doing some weird stuff in the courthouse on jurisdiction. And uh, so, so does anybody have any questions so that I can try to get this going in the direction that you would like to hear it go? Hit star two if you got any questions or statements or anything. Hit star two on your phone and we'll call on you. Star two. I got a question. How come nobody hits star two so we can talk to them? I don't know. I guess the, the maybe they're tired of it. That's a possibility. <laughs> if I had to listen to me, if I had to listen to me, I wouldn't do it either. You would think in the name of liberty and freedom, somebody would hit star two. Yeah. Well, we'll make it a short call then. That's all we can do. But what okay. we have is we have a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. We have... um um stuff at the banks that we have going on. We have stuff at the tax court going on. We have stuff at the IRS going on. And for some reason, just lately, we've had a lot of, um, it seems like, a lot of tickets, just different tickets. You know, um, we'll go back and, and tell you we have a ticket here that the guy has, and the ticket is about uh, the the, uh, the city's uh, ordinance, 
uh, we have a problem with the ordinance because the ordinance says he can't do something. And so we're trying to, he, that's what he wants to do. He's doing it and they keep giving him a ticket. So, so we went to the court and filed a suit on it. And the, the prosecutor, because of what they said in court and the way we're doing it, ended up being, um, what do you call it? Uh, the prosecuting attorney asked for an ex- asked for a continuance. That continuance they asked for they asked for eleven months continuance, which I never heard of. I never heard of the eleven month continuance, but the judge gave it to him. So well, that gives them time well, to lose the file. Yeah, but what we're doing because of that, what we're doing now is we're what we're doing is we're um, using that to our advantage. Anytime the code enforcement comes by the house, we have the continuance. We caught, we got I don't know ten to fifteen copies, and he gets them every time he needs it. When the code enforcement police come by he just gives it to them and say well you can't we can't talk about it because you're trying to influence the um, the outcome they don't know what to do so they get in the car and drive off and he just keeps doing it so we got another we got about another nine months before we have to worry about it and the reason for it is they don't know what to do with the uh, with the uh, what do you call it? The, with the arguments that we've been putting up. Now, what the state, what the city said was the reason they have the ordinance the way it is, because working in your front yard without a permit, it, the traffic is bad. People go by and they slow down and they look at the traffic. So our argument was we believe that, but if that's the case. Wouldn't we have to make 8 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the evening illegal? Because that that slows down the traffic more than his um, selling of bowling balls or whatever it is in his front yard. Right. See, so we now... We somebody with they, their hand raised, by the way, when you're ready. That's good. I'm ready. All right. Liberty and freedom. Go ahead. Excuse me. Go ahead. How you guys doing? We're here. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, just a couple questions. Uh, probably some people are gonna see this or not, but just thought I'd share. Um, got my uh, tax uh, court documents a couple months ago, and. Uh, it, that's, I, I got some correspondence in the mail. One was basically um, a response um, from the local uh, entity, IRS entity in, in my area. And it just says basically uh, what you're sending us and what you're claiming is frivolous and don't listen to the people that are telling you this jargon. And this is the last, don't bother us again. This is the last time we're going to bring this up or talk about it kind of letter. And not too long after that, I got um, uh, what they call, it's a form 5564 titled Notice of Deficiency Waiver. 
and they said here in this letter that they sent certified um, that uh, in 2017 they saw that my there was an increase in the tax I'm supposed to be charged basically. Um, and this all really happened really after the court case, you know, our, my court stuff because I really heard anything from them. And uh, I know this. I'm being very general, and we're not looking at the documents themselves, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on what I have gotten okay. so far. Not a problem. Now, here's my question to you. Yes. You got okay. The the, uh, the frivolous letter they say you got. You got it from the grocery store, correct? Could be. Might as well be. Well, no. <laughs> Where did you where did you get it? I got it from the IRS at the uh, office location here in Phoenix. At least that's what's addressed yeah. to be from. That's it, okay, but the but the court order they're talking about where did it come from? That came from the tax court. Ain't that something? They're a taxing entity. I know. The tax court. Okay, see. So what you have to do is that your that your that your argument. Now, I want to ask hey, you, yes. make sure hey, you Carrie, understand. Can, yes? Hey, real quick. Can I read this one yes. that just will humor you on sure. that note that you just made? It says here, the federal tax, this is a letter, what it says. The federal tax laws mm-hmm. are passed by Congress and signed by the president. The Internal Re- Revenue Service is responsible for administering federal law, uh, federal tax laws fairly and ensuring that taxpayers comply with the laws. We do not have the authority to change the tax laws. And, and it goes on and on there. I just thought it was funny that they're even saying that. Yep. Now, here's the problem with, it, with what they said. Title 266212 and Title 266213A is written by Congress. And it says you have to have an order <laughs> deficiency. See, see so what the they're president. saying is, right. That's the reason they're so upset by this, because they can't get around it. But, yes. but I want to make sure you understand what you have. Who told mm-hmm. you the IRS doesn't have jurisdiction? Who told you that? They did. The commissioner and okay. the, yeah, oh, wait, the commissioner, basically. When you, okay, the commissioner did. Now, the other thing that, we, that I try my best to stop people from don't say they, them, these, those, us, we, I, P, because you lose the power later on. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. See? So the commissioner, it's a DOJ attorney said you don't have jurisdiction. It didn't come from the tax court. It came from the commissioner who's the yes. boss of the IRS, who's in charge of the laws that Congress wrote and the president signed. See, that's how you're going to answer yes. that. So thank you for your letter yeah. stating. Yep. See, when you, when you answer that, that's how you're going to answer it. Thank you for your letter dated so-and-so and closed for your convenience mm-hmm. and highlighted. You state yeah. this and then quote it. See? The the court order that you're referring to came from the commissioner who's in charge mm-hmm. of the, the, the laws the president signed, according to Title mm-hmm. 266212. See, that's how you answer that. And then get yes. back and tell them that I, that does not give them the free hand. 
to tell you yes. that it's frivolous. See? Because if it's frivolous, then the president signed a law that was frivolous. And just, you know, I, there might be other people that experience this, Carrie. That's why I'll just kind of lay out the whole Absolutely. path. I, no, no, no. So, I appreciate that. Yep, I appreciate yeah, they, that. So the, I, I, I forgot to mention what triggered this. So what happened is once I got yeah. my court order, I filled out the form. There's a special form, and I correct me, you might know off the top of your head, but it's a form to remove a lien from the county records. There's some form that you fill right. out. One two two one two two seven seven. Yeah. And and so I filled that out, and in, in that form, there's an area to comment. And basically, I just referenced the tax court, what they what was stated by the tax court in the document. I attached a uh, certified copy of the tax court order. Um, I referenced that the IRS commissioner had made this decision, all that. And then that's when all these things started coming all of a sudden. I got this letter right. from the local uh, office here, and I've gotten that notice of deficiency waiver and other things. Right. So, do you see? Do you see how they're pulling their hair out? I know. <laughs> so let me ask you a question: If I punch you in the nose, does yeah. that hurt? What? Who did you punch? I punch you in the nose. Would it hurt? Depends who you're punching. You punch a tag. See how simple that becomes. See how simple that becomes. Because <laughs> that see that's the answer. Instead of going in there saying, "Well, you know, uh, don't worry about that." Whatever they said, you use that against them. And we're having tremendous, tremendous that um, um, headway with it. For let yeah. me give you. An yeah, I, I wanted to share this on. I wanted to share this on. Thank you. Like, there might be other people that do see this and. Yes. I just wanted to share this info because they might see the same thing. And um, I, yes. actually, I thought we it was when I read this this letter, and I didn't read the whole thing, but I, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> That's what I read right. when I read it. And <laughs> before you started this down this path, though, when you got a letter from the IRS, you got a you got a sick feeling in the hand back and there. You just got angry. Now you don't do that anymore. So if nothing else, that That's right. has helped. But yes. let me show you how this is that. working. Oh, no, it's our pleasure. Okay, to show you what we're doing elsewhere is we're doing the same thing in court. See, when we get a ticket, we go to court. You know, they'll, they'll bring the police officer. He gets to go up there and sit on the bench. And he, what he yeah. does is you ask him questions and blah, blah, blah. So, you know. Uh, the, the the prosecutor make sure he get you can't ask him any legal questions because if you do he's not an attorney he's not trained they're already telling you he does stuff he's not supposed to do so we're real kind we're always real kind to him man I want to thank you for out there taking care and being nice to my family and protecting him would you agree that you're in law enforcement they always say I love that yes question. I'm in law enforcement so they say yes I'm in law enforcement okay good. Since you're in law enforcement, what law do you enforce? Then we just shut up and watch the fireworks. Watch the. It, 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 it. So now they're going to see if you're in if you're in if you're in if you're in, if you're in um, um, law enforcement and you don't know what law you enforce. See, I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. So I told the one. I said, "Oh, hmm. So do you enforce the law of gravity?" <laughs> oh, 
Well, let, uh, and Carrie, they might say uh, we enforce the statutory code, or it, well, let's say they did that. That's then perfect. the question would be, what what is the precedenting law? And that's really the Constitution. See? Okay, so the, the question is, since you do statutory law, man, I'm so glad you do it. But yeah. if there was a law that was superior to that, would you enforce that? Yeah. See? Yep. Now, they got, see <laughs> now they got a problem. See? And, and, and so, with that. Yep. well, what I do, see, what I do when I get to asking how I plea, I always plea innocent to proven guilty. The judge says you can't do that. I said, oh, oh, okay, can I plead the fifth? He said, you could. Well, if I can plead the fifth, that's the Fifth Amendment. And when I plead the um, innocent until proven guilty, that's the Bill of Rights. They're both the same. How come I can use the Bill of Rights and then I can't? I'm confused. Would you explain that to me? He comes back and says, well, you can plead innocent. I'm sorry, you can plead guilty, not guilty, or no low contender. I said, good. Wonder if I'm not any of those, then what do I plead? He says, you have to plead one of those. I said, okay, I'm going to plead that I'm a 48-year-old Negro woman. <laughs> See, he says, well, you're not that. I said, well, I know, but I'm, not, I'm also not none of those. So now we got two problems. So two negatives makes a positive. See, so now I'm not neither one of so, See. What happens is it becomes a zoo, okay? It just becomes, it becomes, um, how do I say it? It becomes nuts. That's all I can say. Because if, if, if they're going to let me say I'm not guilty, but I'm not not guilty, then why can't I be a 13-year-old girl or a 9-year-old yeah. baby? Yeah. Hey, Carrie, can I ask you a question yeah. that I haven't heard you talk about that might be interesting here? Yeah. Um, uh, the current Congress that we have, and for about a year and a half now, there's been talk of the, them trying to propose having Washington, D.C. and the territories become states. How does that affect right. jurisdiction when it comes to the statutory citizens, the United States citizens? Okay, let me tell you what I, I, I say. It's not about okay. me. So it will not affect anything. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you, file, do you file a 1040? Have I in the past? Yes. That's not what, see, see what you just did? That's <laughs> not what I asked you. Because now under Title I, Section 1, then you have to file one now. What was the I question I asked you? What was the question I asked you? Do I file a 1040? What was your answer? I used to. See, did I ask that? That's what gets you in trouble. I call it TMI, oh. too much information. Now, I want you to ask oh. me a question, and I'm going to ask me any question you want. Ask it. You love your mother. Well, th there's no man in the moon, and when I ran track when I was in high school, I have a, uh, tr I have a trophy from high school that I ran track because I could run the 100-yard dash really fast.
Uh, you didn't answer the question. That's just going to get you in jail, though. You didn't answer my question, so that okay. means you, you're going to go to jail. Okay. Get one more chance. Okay. Okay. Ask it again, then. So you, one more chance. Do you love your mother? Okay. Well, I, I love my yeah. dog, my dad, my three sisters, my brothers, <laughs> my two dogs, and my mother. Now answer. See, that's what you did. See, that's not the question. See, see, that's not the question. You answer the question. I'll ask you again. Do you file a ten forty? Ten forty. My ten forty that I have here. The ammo I have. Okay. Some of that. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about a tax return. Do you file a ten forty tax return? I don't know. Okay. Since okay, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the IRS and let them tell me. When whatever they okay. say, you're stuck with it. See, you didn't answer it. See. Yeah. So what you have to remember, it doesn't matter what you answer. The answer won't hurt you at all, as long as you can defend the answer you say. So let me help you with that. Yeah. I'll ask you. You answer it. Then I'm going to show you how you I would answer it. Do you follow 1040? I can't. It's illegal. All right. See, that's still not the answer I asked. Ask me the same question. Do you follow 1040? No. Okay. I want to check with the IRS and make sure that's correct. <laughs> that, well, you don't have to ask him. I'm telling you I don't. <laughs> I know, but it, oh, we're going to double check. <laughs> Go ahead, double check. They're going to come back and say, well, he don't. <laughs> now what? See, see, see? The second question would be why it's illegal. Now you can defend it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. See, you don't, you, okay, what you want to do is you don't want to give them the seventh question down. You want to give them the question, they, yeah. you want to answer the question that's asked and nothing else. See? I think we're all, we're all, and I'm not, I'm guilty of it. I'm sure most people are, or several of the callers. Mm -hmm. We're all guilty about thinking way ahead before the question, you know, the actual right. question. Yeah, but I'm too stupid. I'm too dumb. I don't do that. <laughs> you ask me a question, and I'm just going to answer it. See, what I'm trying to give yeah. you is an alternative to help you in the event you get you get squeezed. The answers yeah. will just flow for you. That's all I'm trying to do. Yep. Say. Appreciate that. And I appreciate doing it. And thank you for the uh, for the uh, you know the opportunity. Yeah. So how do you feel about your uh, tax your tax? Uh, 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 um, well, my most, take, my the, personal take, I think it's awesome. I, I just one of my things, and I talked to Tad about in the past um, over the years. And probably many people can uh, relate to this. They've heard all these theories of different things you can do, but nothing was ever in law. Um, nothing yeah. you can actually enforce that had teeth. Um, it was always just some weird form that you submit and cross your fingers that it would actually be honored. Um, and I think something like this that's tangible, is in law, is decided in a court that you can actually enforce is a pretty awesome thing, and I just appreciate you know, all the information. 
Well, thank you for that. And that's exactly right. And that's how you, you do it. If they say something to you, well, let's go see a judge. I'm not afraid to say that. I used to say, well, okay, what do you want me to do? <laughs> say, no, let's just go see a judge. Because I've got an order from the court that your boss told me you didn't do. Let's go. I'm ready. See what I'm saying? And that's a yep. whole lot yep. different than saying, uh, 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 okay. So thank you mm -hmm. for sharing that. That that thank you yep. for sharing that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks. My pleasure. <clears throat> okay. Cheyenne was on here briefly. Had her hand raised, but they left. All right. <laughs> All right. Anybody else has a question or comment, hit star two on your phone and we'll call on you. And what we're going to try to do is show you, yeah, we're going to show you how to keep your thoughts and keep it in the inside the box or, or whatever. All right, go ahead, 406 you said. 406 area code, go ahead. Hi, um, I was just going to ask you what you thought about, there's an awful lot of uh, things coming out uh, uh, notice of deficiencies all for the year two, 2017. Now, what is so poignant about that year? Because I know two or three people that have got a notice of deficiency for the year 2017. Well, Anybody? There's 300. There's 300 million people, so it's probably not that many. But what they can do is go back and tell them that they never received a notice of deficiency or, or a notice of determination. Now, statutory. The reason we do that, since you asked the question, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but. What's another name for a, stat, uh, a statutory notice of deficiency and notice of determination? What's another name for that? Um, I don't know. No, I mean that's it's not. I don't know. No, that's right on the, right on the form hey. when they send I you the notice. That's right. But, but okay. You know, people say tomato, tomato, okay? I'm gonna give you another name for a notice of deficiency and a notice of determination. Then you'll understand it's a assessment. Now, why is the assessment important? If you have something from the judge saying they never gave you a notice of deficiency or a notice of determination, they say, well, you owe us $272. How can you owe $272 when there's never been an assessment? That would be like getting a bill in the mail for me doing the tile work on your house for $10,000. Well, he hasn't been here yet. Well, you don't need an assessment. So that's what you owe me. So what I'm saying is a lot of the times when I write a letter to the IRS, I'll tell them, you never gave me a notice of deficiency, a notice of determination, parentheses, the assessment. Therefore, your letter is frivolous because you said I owed you $242 million. How do you know it's not $500 million? 
How do you know it's not $5? In other words, how did you get that number without an assessment? Now, I'm going to focus on the assessment. And the reason for it is I'm going to put it all on them. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Now, do you like ice cream? Oh, I don't want to do this. I hate this kind of stuff. I'm not doing it. I don't uh, care. That's no. what they're doing to us. Good for you because um, ice cream is bad for your teeth. So, so you don't want to do that, see? So the question is, if you never got an assessment, how can you possibly owe them any money? That's impossible. So if you don't owe them any money, then the letter they gave you would be frivolous. See, then, okay, since it's frivolous, see, look up frivolous in Black's Law Dictionary. Use another word other than frivolous. There's a couple of other words there. Use those words on them. Send it back saying, I need this fixed. Okay? Does that make sense for you? No, <laughs> because the the comment was, is I got this letter uh, from the IRS in the mail, and it was attached, it was part of the deficiency before I got anything else. So they said, this is the notice of deficiency for this amount, okay? And then they said, if you don't go to the tax United States tax court before February or March 3rd, then we're going to continue the process. Which they, means they go there before March. The, they just do, do your three do your three form process. The problem is you still make the same statement because a, a notice a, a statutory notice of deficiency has to be signed under penalties of perjury is one. It has to be a certain thing. It, in other words, it is a particular thing. And it, it doesn't. No, is that, the, it doesn't. Is that 6065? That's correct. You don't have to tell them that. You don't have to put that in your letter. You can just tell them, I never received a statutory notice of deficiency because it has to come certified or registered. Well, it came certified. Well, the problem is, if I was to send you, I'm going to send you a notice of deficiency in the mail, the one that I got, that I started all this with. When you open it up, will you know what it looks like? Will I know what it looks like? Yeah. By your silence, I'll assume you won't. So if I write on the notice of deficiency, and say, hello, goodbye, you're, you're guilty, and I'm not, and, I, and it's signed. It's not a notice of deficiency, and it says notice of deficiency at the top. Well, I don't know. Okay. What I'm trying to tell you, a notice of deficiency is a particular thing. You can bet you didn't get one. Just because they call it that doesn't make that so. Well, are you saying that it has to be a statutory notice of deficiency? The reason, okay, the reason I say statutory, because what laws are they using? They're using statutory law. Title 26 is a statute. So Title right. 26, 60, 
Okay, so under 60, 60, uh, 62, 12, and 6213 defines what a statute, uh, statu- a notice of deficiency, and a notice of determination is. It's defined right there. That's a right. statute. Okay, so if it says it has to be on yellow paper with red writing, and you get one on blue paper with green writing, it's not a statutory notice. So if you'll read Title 26, 6212, and 6213, it tells you right there exactly what they are, what they look like, and everything. It tells you right there. They never meet the muster. They just don't meet it. And because they don't meet it, I added the word statutory because that it fails to meet the, the, the criteria. Well, the difference I was is born, that the difference is, is that I, I've gone through the process and got the order and the lien was released and there was absolutely nothing. I, even the uh, credit bureau uh, took everything off, totally everything. And um, But this time, I mean, there was an, all of a sudden, what, what I didn't do is put on the... Um, form for the United States Tax Court that I didn't include the year 2017. So they, I had, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that I had on the years 19, uh, I think it was 19, uh, Oh, it went way back, 74, I think. And I had every lien and everything. I had every paper from 74 to 2016. So it, I just forgot the year 2017. But since I've been to the tax court, they attached I mean, it was part of the document, the notice of deficiency. So I, I don't. Okay. That's what different. I would do is I would go back. Okay. I, what I would do is I would say I never received a statutory notice. The same paperwork, 17, 18, 19, and 20. This 20 is out now. You get those four years and see if you can't pick those four years up. If you can, that 17 will fall off. Now, say that one more time. Why will that go back with the same pa- go, go back with the same paperwork, 17, 18, 19, and 20. If the court gives it to you, that 17 will fall off. Let them come okay. back and say something to you, and then we'll address it. We don't know what they're going to do until you do it. Do the same paperwork as you did the first time, this time. Uh, do the same thing, only do 17, 18, 19, and 20. Okay, but they're not asking for anything. How can I but say you just I told didn't me get so. a notice? Of, but how can I say that I didn't get a notice of deficiency okay. when there is, there's nothing, they're not asking for anything other than two are they asking for some, Are they asking for Are they asking, okay, but... They're asking for 17, then just do 17, and if that's what you want to do. 
But if you do 17, 18, 19, and 20, you'll clear all of those up. Then there's a way to fix it to go forward from there. We can go forward from there. Just go get 17 and we'll go forward from 21. What I'm trying to do is, is go back and do 17 again. They're going to come back and say they gave you one, they gave you a, a, a gave them. Then we can say, well, it's not statutory. So uh, only thing is add the word statutory on it because it's not statutory because of 6065. See, don't tell them 6065. Let them make that, let them tell you it's not, we gave you one. Then we can go back and say, well, that's not, that's impossible because here's the statute. Here's what it says. You're, you don't meet the statutory, uh, it's not statutory. Okay. And the one other thing is um, HR 1 for 2017, um, they came out with a new tax law, and it's really big. And I think once uh, people are acquainted with it, it will make quite a difference. But uh, I'm sure it will. It's in our favor, for sure. Yes, it is. Use that then. Read that. Use that. Make that as your. Make that as your. Uh, you know, as I never well, received. Or the thing is, is that it you can only use it January first, two thousand and eighteen, and that's what I was wondering why they were going after two thousand and seventeen because they won't be able to use any of that after two thousand and eighteen. Right. So go back and do just just go back in 17. Just hit them for 17. Let's see what they say. Once they say what they say, we can uh, help you address it at that point. I don't know what they're going to say, but once they address it, we can then if they say, well, we gave it to you, we can come back. Make sure you put statutory in there. Then when they come back, we can say, according to this, then they're going to come back and they're going to say when they've done it in the past, they're going to say, well, the signing under penalties of perjury doesn't mean the IRS. It only means the, the, the taxpayer. But that's not what it says. If that's not what it says, then that's not what it means. So we have a we have an answer for that also. If you if you'll do that, they'll come back and they'll say, don't tell them sixty sixty five. Tell them and then when they come back and say it, then we'll come back and well, according to sixty sixty five, it's not statutory. They're going to come back and they're going to say, well, that doesn't mean us. That only means the the uh, taxpayer. But if you read sixty sixty five, it doesn't say that. See now you've got. See we've got to get this. Uh, in other words, it's wide and deep. We've got to get it narrow and shallow so we can deal with it. We have to get it to where we can. It's it's manageable. The other thing that they're doing a lot of, you know, I live in Texas. I send mine to Austin. I get a letter from Detroit. Then I get one from Boston. Then I get one from Ogden. Then I get one from California. See, it's like it's like the old shell game. That's difficult. So we're going to try not to have that happen. So tell them I never received a statutory notice of deficiency. I never received a statutory notice of determination. Even if they say, well, we gave it to you. You're not. I'm not an attorney. See, that's not what it says. Make them tell you. See, my strength, my my st- strong suit is. I don't tell them anything. I ask. By me asking and they answer, I put them in a, in a corner they don't want to be in. By me asking, they'll tell it. They'll answer it. 
and that's how that's how I've always done it. See. Okay. And, and then, then one other then thing, you, they keep asking. Absolutely. Ask, mm-hmm. They keep asking for uh, returns. Well, I haven't filed a return since 1980. Wow. That's okay. So, what you need to do is print page 100 of the 1040 instructions and say, uh, it says return or statement. Write a statement. Put 1980 through 2020. Here's my statement. Type a one-line statement. Sign it, mail it to them. You're done. All right. Options there. See, Thank what you. you do, they say, do what they're, what, whatever, you know, in other words, you do what they're writing, not what they're saying. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Thank you for okay, the question. Well, thank you for the question. All right, thank you. Okay, so liberty and freedom again. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Uh, Just to translate a little bit to clarify what you told her. So she probably got something very similar to what I've gotten received um, is that she need it. It sounded like she and her court uh, order her court case the order she forgot to put 2017 in the in the list of years so she needs to resubmit that court case for just 2017 is that what you're just saying yes okay I just wanted to clarify that no so that's if I was that's the reason why people I was need to make sure it. they put all the years yes that's correct <laughs> but if I was if I was doing it I would do 17 18 19 and 20 even though they're not yes. asking you for it because if you sure. get it a year down the road, you've already got that covered. So yeah. I would do 17 exactly. for sure, and then 18, 19, and 20. That way you're, you're good up until 20. And she said, well, they're not asking for those. I understand that. They're not asking for them now, but they might ask for them in two, two years or a year from now. You're, but now you've already got it covered. But to answer your question, yes, that's what I would do. Thank you and, I don't know if there are other people to uh, answer calls, but I have here. I wanted to oh, you're share. Oh, one. Go ahead. Only one? Okay. All right. Just for entertainment here. So I'll, this letter I got, I just thought I'd read some more just to entertain you guys. Um, All in right. this paragraph here, it says, there are people who encourage others to deliberately violate our nation's tax laws. It would be unfortunate mm-hmm. if you were to rely on their opinions. These persons take legal statements out of context and claim that they are not subject to tax laws. Many offer advice that is false and misleading and hoping to encourage others to join them. Generally, their advice isn't free. Taxpayers who purchase this kind of information often wind up paying more in taxes, interest, and penalties than they would have to pay they have to pay simply for filing correct tax returns. Some may be subject or subject themselves to criminal penalties, including fines and possible imprisonment. Um, federal tax or federal courts have consistently ruled against the, the arguments you have made. Therefore, 
We will not respond to future correspondence concerning these issues. That was this one little paragraph of letter I got. Right. On a, <laughs> that's a true statement, what they're saying. The problem is how you would answer that if you're going to answer it. Is you would answer well, you'd write it exactly the, you'd write it exactly the same, saying that the yep. IRS is is bound in, by the law to tell us the truth, yep. see? Mm-hmm. and then you send yep. them stuff. See, first of all, um, what they're saying is probably a true statement. The the okay. problem is the context is a lie. So, yep, I agree with you. And I, I'm just sharing this because people might get this and I appreciate that. Freak no, out. I appreciate it. You know, um, it's all about context mm-hmm. and understanding that. Um, but the court order is so powerful to respond to this letter, this type of letter. Um, That's right. That I can't wait to write it up. <laughs> right. See, <laughs> the response. see, you know, the IRS, <laughs> yeah, the IRS is own boss. The own boss of the IRS yeah, said this. I know. Exhibit A. <laughs> you know, and you're telling me something totally different. So you need to be yeah. careful before you end up uh, uh, in a court, in a uh, jail cell yeah. with Bubba. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And, and, and the end, end process, hey, Carrie, the end process would be, you know, let's say yeah. they dishonor everything the and processes is that maybe even going to a district court level, filing a case there uh, against the mm-hmm. IRS for violating a federal law. Not that they violated their own laws, but they violated a federal law. Right. Now, now that you said that, now yeah. that you said that, you're going to sue the IRS. Mm-hmm. First of all, how would you do that and what court would you use? I would assume a district court. Okay, uh, Texas district. Uh, no, I'm in Arizona, so Arizona district. Okay, Air- they're all federal. Correct. Uh, no, they're not. not. Really. Okay, see, federal district. Okay. No, in Texas we have JPs, we have uh, municipals, we have. Uh, okay. uh, see, in other words, district court. See how vague that is. Yeah. It's federal district court. So Got it. Okay. I just want you to what I'm trying to do okay. is get you to yeah. but you would be you would be wrong you would be wrong. And the reason yep. you're wrong if you go to the United States District Court, their website, there's a spot under there's a tab. There they've changed it a little bit since I've been there last time, but on there it says jurisdiction. This court is a court of jur- limited jurisdiction. Then it tells you what they have jurisdiction on. How you sue the IRS, they're like diplomats. They have diplomatic immunity. There's no court that has jurisdiction on the IRS. So you cannot sue the IRS. That's why they get away with what they're getting away with. That's why they don't answer you. That's why when you file a lawsuit against the IRS, they don't show. And they still win. So let me tell you how to do it. It's going to make sense to you. Here's how you would do it. You said something that made perfect sense, and here's how you do it. You have a court order from a from a, a tax from a federal tax court. If the IRS violates the tax court order, 
That's a federal order. You can sue the IRS for violating federal law. You cannot sue yeah. the IRS. Okay, and see, you have to understand that because I'm suing the IRS mm-hmm. agent because they took my money out of my account and, and took my yeah. stereo. Well, that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want, so they think. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. once they violate federal law, they took my stereo and they took my bank account by violating federal law. Here's the federal law. See, and we have to understand that. We have to understand where they're at. Okay. And, and by doing that, you, you'll have a lot better. You'll have a lot more uh, uh, luck. And see, the reason the, the the reason we have to pay income taxes, which is unconstitutional, because of the Federal Reserve. See, the Constitution says you can have excise taxes. The excise tax. The excise tax goes to the federal government. Income taxes goes to the uh, Federal Reserve. So not one dime, not one dime of your federal income taxes goes to the to, goes to the government. Not one dime. But 100% of the excise taxes goes to the federal government. So therein lies, the, and there's, because excise taxes are constitutional, see? And, mm-hmm. and so there's the, there's the big difference. Now, I have the document that Ronald Reagan wrote that says not one dime of the federal income tax goes to the federal government. And see, it's right there. It's in the it's in the Warren Commission. Yep. And so what happens? See, because because the Fe- the Federal Reserve is outside of the Constitution. See, it's outside of the Constitution. Therefore, where is it going to go? It takes in all this money to hide what they're doing. Where is it going to go? See. And now I know I've said this before. Do you know why? Do you know why the ten forty? Uh, tax return gets its name. Do you know where the name comes from? Why isn't it called the 1050 or a 3020 form? Do you know why it's called the 1040 uh, form? I think it's because of the debt that we owe to England or some debt, debt note or bond that, or something like that. I don't, that's something correct. like that, I don't remember. That's real close. Okay, Lincoln okay. borrowed money to fight the Civil War, and they were 10 year, 40 yeah. year bonds. Yeah. So hmm, that's, that was interesting to me. The second thing is, why is it due on April 15th? Why is it not due on March the 3rd? Because in reality, uh, with today's technology, you could actually yeah. have your, you could do your taxes January the 1st. Because mm-hmm. with the electronics yep. they have, it collects them. You just hit push a button and it would automatically do it. Why is it April the 15th? And, that, and why has that never changed? As technology gets better and the, and the times collapse, you can, why, why has that never changed? Uh, Abraham Lincoln died at 3 in the morning on the 14th of April. There, 15th. 15th. He was assassinated. Right. See? See? So, hmm, that's interesting to me. So, since okay. that's the case... If you do a 1040, the money goes to the bank because you're agreeing. So let's do so. So let's do something else. See, see, mm-hmm. and that's the reason it says do a return or a statement. They don't mm-hmm. pay a 1040 because they can't make you do one. Why? 
because we haven't been in a civil war for 160 years or whatever, 155 years or whatever it's been. The problem we're having, if you don't know, and the other thing is you don't know what you don't know. But what we're Mm -hmm. trying to do here is we're just trying to open your eyes to see things that you didn't see just a few months ago or a few years ago so that you can make the decision. I don't care what decision you'll make. You want to file, file. You don't, don't. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't give legal advice. But if you do, know why you do. If you don't, know why you don't. You have to be able to defend it. See what I'm saying? Carrie, another thing I haven't heard you talk about that maybe you're aware of and just hasn't come up on these calls, which kind of connects to what we're doing, and how we opted into this. You know, you have this, when we're born, the SS, I think it's SS5 at the parent sign that obligates the child into Social Security and, and gets the Social Security well, number and all that stuff. yes, and yes. But, I, but I, I never understood how that's binding in contract when the, the baby's not, because, aware of the contract because you don't know because, because you don't <laughs> yeah. well you don't know so you don't know yeah. now um, tell somebody ask somebody do you follow t- a 1040 they're gonna say well yeah, yeah. why yeah well yeah, you yeah. have to you, you you have to okay see that's the thing. tell me where <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah well see you see I, I understand that and, and so when you're when you're doing these things and you start to look at it um, Okay. So, so let me ask you a question. Are you a mechanic? What's a mechanic? What kind of mechanic? Okay. Ah, see? See how simple that becomes? See? <laughs> We're going to make a diesel engine and to make a gasoline engine. They're both engines. They both have pistons and valves right. and blah, blah, blah. What's the difference in them? The diesel has a lot more torque for darn sure. So what's the difference okay. in them? I don't know. One stinks more than the other. Okay. Well, gasoline ha- engines have spark plugs. Diesel engines have glow plugs. See? So What's you the- know there's a difference. <laughs> See? I understand. Do I? I'm not really that good with them. Well, yeah. I, what I'm trying yeah. to tell you is uh, there is a difference. So, so yeah. well, I have, an, you know, I have an engine in my truck. Well, what kind of engine? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't have to know because I just turn the key and it starts. But the point I'm trying to make here is it doesn't matter what's in there as long as I know so that when I go get gas or fuel, I put the right fuel in it. See? So so I don't care if you follow 1040. I don't care. But know why you do. I don't care if you don't. Know why you don't. I don't file one, and the reason I don't file one because the because the ten uh, the uh, the paper reduction act, the privacy act notice that the IRS puts out in their own publication says that I cannot file a 1040. I'm forbidden from it. See? Well, I don't believe you. Okay, here let me show it to you. See, I can stand on that. See, when I was indicted, that's what I used. They, and they stood there, and they had they looked at me, and they went, "What? Yeah, because that's what it says." Well, that's not what we mean. Okay, then they mail it out. If they mail it, if the government mails something out, right. knowing that there's something in the, <laughs> all right. See, that's mail fraud. 
That's 25 to life. <laughs> See, they're trying to put me in jail. They're trying to put me in jail because I don't follow a tax return. And I'm over there saying, Your Honor, let's put him in jail for 25 to life because he's using the mail to fraud. To fraud. So, see, now I, I can put up the – And extortion. Life, <laughs> there you go. See, it just goes on and on and on. I, I don't tell you. I don't, I don't tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I, all I'm going to do is know, then read it. See? If I have information, Carrie, just to review a little bit. Yes, Carrie, just to review a little bit. So obviously, somebody gets their court order. There's going to get they're going to get responses. People get different responses. They have to respond accordingly, based on standing under court order, right? But then, if they keep on getting ignored, at some point, the end step is going to a federal district court with a case against the IRS. You don't want to do that first. That's exactly. That's the last. No, step. no. But there's a that lot of the last thing, right? Yeah. Now let me yeah. tell you what. We're, here's what we're doing. Okay. For an example, you go to the federal court, the federal dist, I mean, the federal tax court, saying, "I never received a statutory notice of deficiency. I never received a statutory notice of determination. You send it in. Let's say three weeks. You get a docket number." You now have a docket number. You don't get yep. an answer for a year and a half. If yep. the IRS writes you a letter, any letter for anything, yep. take your docket mm-hmm. number, put it with it, and say, put a letter together that would say, thank you for your letter, but I'm, I'm in court with that yep. exact thing. You can't call me or write me again. If you do, you're trying to influence my the case. court order. Yep. In other words, you, yes, you, correct. You, so you know what they're doing? They don't know what to do. See, nobody talks about it. So what they're doing is Carrie, yeah. is there is there a statute to add to that? Like, I guess at a federal level, I mean, or an IRS statute um, that says they can't do that, that you can also cite. You know. Influencing a court case. Gary? Oh, we lost him? I think so. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Moment here. Uh, now my computer's freezing up. Dang it. Up. They're like, this is too much information. We got to cut them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he left the call. All right. Um, <clears throat> give me just a minute here.
right, Carrie. All right, Carrie, go ahead. Carrie. Carrie, yeah. Oh, shit. There we go. Hey. There we go. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, I dropped off. I'm sorry about that guy. I was hanging up on him. Now, what were you saying? No, he dropped off. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Can you hear me? I'm sorry about that. Yeah, something happened to the phone system. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I saw that. I heard, heard that. Oh, I was just asking, I think uh, I was asking if, is there some type of IRS statute or maybe it's at the federal level that you could cite based on your statement where you said that they, if there's a current case happening, you cannot affect it. And if you're, you know, that you could cite in a letter like that if you respond to that. I don't know what there is, but if there is, I'll try to find it. But see, Okay. Uh, what the problem is, okay, if you file a bankruptcy, you get an automatic stay right then. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. If I file, yeah. if okay, if I file, if I get, a, if I, I got a guy that I'm working with, he gets, he got a ticket for working in his front yard. We filed a lawsuit against the city. They come by and say, get, pack your stuff and get out of here. We hand them. Uh, we went to court. They asked for an 11-month, um, uh, what do you call it, a um, um, uh, an, ex- an extension. Extension. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they asked for an 11-month extension. The court gave it to them. Every time they come by and say, get your stuff and get off the front yard, he hands them that and says, hey, you can't interfere with my litigation. They get in the car yes. and they drive off. He just keeps doing it. So, so what happens is once you file your tax court order, you're going to get a docket number pretty quick. That's your automatic stay. And, so and I'm, I'm what fully aware do? of that, but I, and I've heard, Carrie, I've right. heard of that before. I was just curious: is there something yeah. that is in law that I will says look, that? I will. I mean, I will look I, for I, I, I'm not saying you might know or not know, but it'd be good to know because you can cite it in that letter as a response. Right. I will do my best to see if I can find it. And okay. see, the other, cool. the other, right, the other thing that we're using, the other thing that we're using now, pretty successful, is there's a uh, vagueness doctrine. Mm-hmm. Basically, what the vagueness doctrine says is if the government writes a statute or a law, if the government writes something, and if the government writes something, and it's, it's vague, they have to rule in the citizens' favor 100% of the time. <laughs> so, I've got a court order. I've got a court order from the from the uh, ta- from the tax court. Yep. See, okay. It says whatever it says. They're saying they don't say that. That's vague. Yep. You have to rule like in the favor. letter. Like the letter I read you. That's vague. That's right. So now, since that's vague, using the vagueness doctrine, using the vagueness doctrine. Oh, there you Okay. Yeah, using the vagueness doctrine. You just shut them down. Yeah. 
See, and, and so, wait a minute, the court said they don't have jurisdiction. You're saying that doesn't matter. Okay, I don't care. It's vague now. Yeah. You can't do nothing. Yeah. So either way, see, I don't care what it is that I use. Whatever it is I use, I use it on them, and, and I'm using it pretty successful. See? Okay. Makes sense. So that's how that's how we're able to do what we do. We first go to the tax court. We get the tax court uh, their forms. The tax court contacts the commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service. The, the Internal Revenue Service, I'm sorry, the uh, commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service says they never. They never gave, we never received a notice of deficiency or a notice of determination, a statutory. Under this, and they tell us where it's at. Okay? That yeah. happens to be, I told you earlier, the notice of deficiency and the notice of determination is the, is the uh, assessment. If you don't have an assessment, how can I owe? That would be like and, my and it, 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 mm-hmm. Like an assessment is almost like an invoice, right? It would be an invoice. Like, okay. yeah, it would just be basically okay. an itemized charge. Of, well, here's the details of your charge. There you go. See? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you, get a, you, you get an electric bill, and, and it says um, uh, uh, electricity used slash, you owe $937. Yep. What do you mean? How do mm-hmm. I owe $937? Well, you just do. Well, did, did <laughs> you read the electric meter? Nope. Have you ever read it? Nope. Well, how can I owe $900 when there's no assessment? And see, yeah. see, I'm using that against them. They just don't know what to do on the grounds. See, we're using, we're using common sense, just like I was telling you earlier. We, when the police gets on the stand, we don't get up and say, you sons of bitches, why are you doing this? It's not that. Would you agree to this, that, you, that you're in law enforcement? Absolutely. Wonderful. Since you're in law enforcement, what law do you enforce? Then I just shut up. And they look over there at the, at the uh, prosecutor, and the prosecutor says, well, Your Honor, you don't have to answer that. Oh, so then he's not in law enforcement. See, now <laughs> it becomes funny. such a see, – see, now the courtroom – well, no. Well, wait a minute. He said he was in law enforcement. Now he's not. Well, then I wasn't driving the car. You got a picture of me driving the car, but that's not me. That was that's somebody that looks like me. See now, see see now. All of a sudden, this takes on legs of its own, and we start running around the courtroom. They get out of breath, and, and you know you know what happens Jesus. after that. What's that? Time you're in that court, they're going to put you last. <laughs> well, they put yeah. I'm always last, but, but that's okay. See, you know that's okay. But but see, the problem they're doing is I don't want to argue with them about um, something that's not winnable. Yeah. I don't know if you know that I have a glossary page. I say it's my glossary. Yes, page. that was one what of my is, next questions okay. actually. Okay, my glossary page isn't mine. What it is is it's words that the that the court uses that I have defined using their own dictionary. Well, the funny part about that, I found the IRS's glossary page. How do we? How can I get that? It was. How could we get that? The glossary page of the IRS. 
the uh, glossary page of the IRS. Yeah, I'm not going to. Because I tried finding that? it. That's, okay, are you in front of a computer? I can be. <laughs> you get in front of it, and I'll give it to you. Okay, okay, I'll give it to you right here, right now. So what I'm trying to say is, see, these are issues that they're not used to. They don't know how to. They don't know how. Yeah. They don't. They don't know. They don't know how to do it. They don't understand what's going on. See, and, and that's not really my problem. See, I'm in now, front of a computer now. Question. So what do, what do I need to do okay. if I'm in front of a computer? Okay, go, go to Title One, Section One, and when you do, I'm going to ask you a question. What's faster, a a Ford Mustang or a Ferrari? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that Cornell Law. All right. Oh, what? No, Title One, Section One. What's faster, a Ferrari or a Mustang? I don't know. You don't know? What's a Ferrari? What's a Mustang? <laughs> See how simple that is? Well, the Ferrari, if you'd have said Ferrari, I was going to say, no, the Ferrari doesn't have an engine in it. See, in other words, that's there. There's the glossary page. Now, start reading Title One, Section, and I'm going to show you the Internal Revenue Services glossary page. So, um, U.S. Code Title One, Section One, uh, was this uh, law.cornell.edu. Uh, in determining the meaning of any act of Congress, mm-hmm. now stop right the there. Con- unless stop okay. right there. Who writes? Who writes Title 26? That's Congress, isn't it? That's right. So any act of the yeah. Internal Revenue Service, yeah. unless we tell you otherwise. Now, go ahead and read up to that point. Now, start over and read that so that we – I'm going to make you get a real good grasp of this. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Uh, in determining the meaning of any act of Congress, unless the context indicates otherwise. Okay, now read word. Eight, read the yeah. first line. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So the next line is uh, words importing the singular include and apply to several persons, parties, and things. That's just creepy and statement no. right there. Stop right there. <laughs> what does what does the word sing what does the word singular mean? It means one. Read it again. Singular. Words importing the singular include and apply to several persons, parties, and things. So something that means one can also apply to many. No, it can't also. No. Unless we tell and you apply. Oh, and applies. Okay. And applies to many. Okay. So what does the word singular mean? Many. Bingo. Now read the next line. Uh, words importing the plural include the singular. <laughs> it's so great. What does the word plural mean? <laughs> plural means many, many, many. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Any plural act of, of, of Congress. Of, yeah. See, any act of Congress, Title 26 was written by Congress. So any act in, of Congress, any act of Title 26, unless they tell you otherwise, what does the word uh, uh, plural mean? Plural means singular. Okay, now read the next line. 
words importing the masculine gender include the feminine as well. Ain't that something? Now read the next line. <laughs> yeah, it is something. <laughs> See? Uh, words. It just gets worse. Okay. There is the IRS's glossary page. Print that page, learn that page, and you've already got three or four steps ahead of them. Because when they say to you, see, now you know what they mean. That's the reason why I do it the way I do it. I don't care about what they say. The problem we're having is we don't understand the language. See, they don't speak English. They speak legalese. Then what they've done is they've changed. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say in, in other courts, you know, like uh, you, you went to uh, a city kind of statutory court for your ticket. Okay. Um, they have yep. their own glossary pages, too. Or is this apply to them as well? Because it's federal. Okay. This is Title One, Section One. In other words, yep. every single title written came out of this title. Yeah. This is yep. the beginning, the starting. OK, so now. Have you ever heard this? If you don't answer the question, I'm going to send you in for a mental evaluation. Or if you haven't heard it, you've heard people say that? I've heard people say that. I've never heard it, fortunately. Now I'm going to read <laughs> the next one. Okay. Um, words used in the present tense include the future as well as the present. <laughs> okay. okay. Now read the next one. <laughs> it's almost like a joke here. Um, the, <laughs> the words... The words insane and insane person shall include every idiot, insane person, and person non compos mentis, which I don't know what that means. See? Well, okay, then see, that's your fault. That's your fault. In other words, see, you should look that up and know what it says. You should take Title I, yeah. Section 1, and put each yeah. slot, put each word down, and then define it. That way, when you're reading it, you'll know what they're saying. See? non mentis means anybody that they choose okay. to be nuts is nuts. So, so, but the problem you are having is, see, when they're telling you something, you hear one thing, but they're saying something yeah. else. There's the glossary yep. page. Okay, so I have, I have a glossary page. So if they don't agree to my glossary page, when they ask me a question, I can't answer it. See? Yep. See? So, so you come in, you so, file this, when you go into court, you're actually submitting this to the court, this glossary page, and asking them to I, accept I, it? Well, no, I use mine because I use my glossary page with every sheet of paper, Got it. everything okay. that I put in, I use mine. If they throw it out, then it's a free-for-all. So okay. when I got indicted, okay. they would ask me a question. We're not using it, see? Yeah. So what happens is, okay, so what, what I, the reason I do that is I need, to stand, I need to stand on firm ground. I need to know what they're saying. Yes. Now, I'm going to yes. ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to answer it. You just answer mm-hmm. it straight up. You ready? Yeah. Are you, okay. Haya, baya, bunga. You need to answer it. Baya. Okay, what you just said is I'm guilty of all charges. Sorry, guy. You got 25. See, see, see. In other words, wait a minute. I didn't know. That's the problem. See, because there we go. See, and that's what they're doing to us. We just need to know what they're doing. And what I try to do on these calls is show you 
that it's you don't know what you don't know. Okay? Yeah. And instead of going in there, instead of going in there saying you sons of bitches, see, I don't yeah, do which that. Most I don't people understand. do. That's they right. Do that. They say. See, um, I think a lot, I've seen people. Uh, oh, this this is a kangaroo court, and I'm a you know yep. sovereign or all these different things they say. I'm behind okay. the bar. And when, <laughs> right. See, it does. None of that matters. None of that matters. Yeah. Because it's not about you. It's about the law. What do the words mean? Yeah. See? And that's, and that's what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to get you to where you see things different. I hope that answers so, your question. And like your, your glossary page would be the antecedent to this glossary page where no, you define no, my, all these things. No, I, I've got the words down there, file, form, money, oh, okay. uh, court. Yeah. See, in other words, these are, these are words that they're going to ask me. It's four pages, and I've, and mm-hmm. I've got them okay. all done. See, in other words, when they ask me a question, okay, I'll ask you a question. Okay, yeah. um, where do you live? The United States of America. So by your, by your, okay, that's fine. So, 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 um, so you live in the, so you live in the uh, 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 Washington D.C. Is that what you said? Nope. Then you just perjured yourself. Getting twenty five to life for perjuring yourself. See, I have it defined. Yeah. When they ask me yeah. a question, I can answer the question. Yeah. Well, no, that's yeah. what the glossary page says. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I. That's what yeah. it does. And if they say yeah. to me, "We're not using it," where do you live? Thank you for asking. Uh, Jupiter. What? Yeah, <laughs> the street I live on is Jupiter. Intersects <laughs> with Mars. See, because now there's no mating of the minds. Now it becomes, yeah. see, see, and, and that's the reason why they don't want me to 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 be in the court very long. Because yeah. to me, it makes it makes sense. All right, so we're kind Thank of past you. our hour. So. All right, no problem. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for being here. And uh, we'll see everybody again next week. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.